you may have some incredible goals that you're excited about, but then you get so caught up in work and the busyness of day to day that you lose all the joy. You lose what is the benefit of the journey, the, the, the journey itself. And today what we're going to show you is how you can capture some of that joy and live the journey. I'm Ravi Tangri. This is my co-host, Holly Duckworth, and this is Presence, How to Live and Lead Consciously. Hi, Holly. How are you doing? Great, Ravi. It's good to see you. You know, I love this show, How to Play with Purpose, because both you and I tend to be known for being pretty serious people and, and working really hard and doing what we, what we love. But you and I also always make time for playing with purpose. And sometimes that's for you, it's your dance, or for me, it might be, uh, you know, a walk in the park, or it might be, you know, playing with the dog or hanging out. So uh, we wanted to share the importance of how our playing empowers our purpose. Absolutely. And in fact, I think purpose comes through the play as well. It's, it's not just the things you do. It's, it's about living that joy in, in every minute. And it's, do you give yourself permission to play at work or is everything so serious? Right. And that, that's really what, what it comes down to. It's, it's because you do need to work on setting the vision, but then you have to let it go and live the journey. And it's the journey that's a value, not just the, that minute of getting to the goal. It's that, and if that's not meaningful, how, then what's the point? Well, it's funny. I actually have a slide in my, in my slide deck when I, when I present to groups and it's a, it's a permission slip, permission slip to have, to have more fun or permission slip to do whatever it is that you are called to do. And so often we're waiting for somebody to say, it's okay for you to do something different. And I, I love giving people that permission to, to try something new. And we're certainly living in uncharted times or, or times of uncertainty. And, you know, how's it go? The definition of insanity is continue to do what you've always done and expect different results. You know, maybe in this time where fear is really rampant, it's, it's time for us to play a little bit and have a little bit more fun. Maybe, you know, get out and swing. I, I posted on my Facebook a little meme the other day of me swinging. You know, when life, life gets too serious, go out and play with the kids. Get on the swing set and have a little fun. I um, always have in my car a big stack of post-it notes. And sometimes, you know, when I'm getting at my desk and really deep into some writing or, or creating a show, the best thing I can do is get in my car and just drive with a pad of post-it notes because I might get a doodle or a drawing or a word or something fun by just getting out of the the rut of being at my desk. And, and that's play for me. That's fun. It's always fun to come back with a, with a pad of different post-it notes with thought, thoughts and quotes on it. That's cool. So, the key now is how can you be willing to, um, how can you shift your habit so that you're doing that, right? So, uh, you know, the, the old saying is there that, you know, you talk to people on their deathbed, they never say that they wish they could have worked more. They just wish they could have stopped and enjoyed the moments more. So you, you had an interesting experience where, you you actually got to take a bit of a flying leap. I did, and it's so perfect. You would call it the flying leap. Um, a handful of years ago, I had the opportunity to do the flying trapeze. And, you know, again, I'm a pretty serious person, so this, this experience showed up, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. 
why would I, you know, climb up a 30-foot ladder and, you know, use the little swing and jump from, you know, trapeze to trapeze? And I have to say, even in this day, you know, now 10 years since I've done this experience, it was absolutely the best experience I ever could have had because it was a literal experience and a metaphor for playing and having fun and of course just like in life we started out learning the flying trapeze on the ground and they mm -hmm. talked to us about the hand mechanics and mm -hmm. the, the various you know swinging me mechanisms and the, the timing and we had to visualize that before we actually climbed up to the to the first trapeze which was a little lower than the second trapeze but in that whole experience i had to let go of my notion of I need to be a serious businesswoman and step into my childlike wonder and how much fun it could be to be in the circus. And boy, let me tell you, after doing that, um, I'm pretty darn sure that uh, I could have run away to the circus. It was quite fun. And if you actually go on YouTube and you YouTube Holly Duckworth Flying Trapeze, you can see the video of me doing this experience because what, what I learned was, you know, you're doing the flying trapeze and there is a point when you have to let your hands go and trust that that other bar is going to come and, and, and be there for you when it's time for you to, to leap to the next trapeze. That's such a great metaphor for playing and having fun on purpose so that a new life can appear for you. And a lot of us right now are creating new lives of purpose and passion that are requiring us to take a leap from maybe a job that we knew to a, a new career or, you know, a family to not having a family or, uh, you know, one, one political affiliation to another political affiliation. Now is a time to not get in fear about that, but really play with trying on something new. And I got to do that when I did the flying trapeze. Very cool. And one other thing now, we've started moving into tips. One of the things, too, is that if you look at successful entrepreneurs or successful leaders within organizations, what people are looking for now is how do you drive up engagement? And the key is engagement is where people are enjoying themselves. It's not where you're working them to, you know, to, to the bone. So how can you find opportunities to engage people so that they are enjoying themselves? How can you start to find, create fun around the, the even the most mundane jobs that uh, your team members have to create fun little contests or little things that people can do to shift the monotony. So that that's in the workplace. One, one quick tip is say, okay, just cause the job itself is boring doesn't mean the time has to be, how can we spice it up and have fun so that it's something more that we can look into? Well, it's, it's often just curiosity, build it on the fly, have a little fun. Um, I was talking to a gal that works in retail and one of the things that, that her company did was, um, Bingo. So every time they do a transaction, if they do a transaction of a certain dollar amount or they, uh, you know, sell a certain thing or they meet a certain type of client, they have a little bingo card. Everybody in the whole store does and they get to fill it in. And then when they fill in their bingo card, they they get movie tickets in this particular case. So right. um, sometimes it doesn't even have to be a big thing, but it creates curiosity, wonder and just a little bit of fun. Remember when we were a kid, we loved a show and tell. How, how do you bring back that, that show and tell element into your business? It's just something fun. And you can engage your people in doing that. I mean, one thing is just to go, go out or bring in a pizza at lunch so that people can get together in a non-work setting and say the rule is we're not talking about work during this lunch, right? And, and you can really start to connect and get, get into who the people are. Uh, 
the another thing on an individual basis, we tend to focus, we get a habit of focusing on what doesn't work. Simple tool, you've probably heard of the gratitude journal. At the end of the day, focus on the three things that you are most grateful for. And what that starts to do is starts to shift your focus away. Instead of being in the habit of, oh, this was, didn't work, this is frustrating, I've got to do this tomorrow. You take that moment before you sleep or at whatever time is appropriate to start to notice those things you are grateful for and really breathe that in. And it starts to open the door to seeing where, there, where there's more joy in your life. So, Robbie, we're going to talk more about the Gratitude Journal and give you more tips on how to play with purpose in our deep dive show on this topic, How to Play with Purpose. We hope you enjoy today's short show, The Power Show, uh, yep. about seven minutes on how to play with purpose, why it's important, and we hope that today you'll do one action to play and bring more purpose, passion, and presence into your life. Thanks. And if you want to access the Deep Dive Show, you join our Insiders Club. You will get the Deep Dive Show plus a whole lot of other resources. Be there with us. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.